Let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> podcast where we talk about the Los Angeles Chargers again, our favorite topic. Yes, sir. <laughs> that was a bit of delayed reaction there for us. Uh, come on, it's all good. <laughs> No, and I love it. So, um, again, as you guys all know that I'm Andrew, and I'm here with my co-hosts, James and Kyle. Say hello, boys. Hello, boys. What up, bros? (laughs) And I got to get my sunglasses on, too. Hey, there you go. Uh, what's up? Uh, we're, we're almost complete. Uh, okay, glasses. James got his glasses, but they're not, you know, quite bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we gave some of these, uh, these right. bold bro ones. And by the way, we, yeah. we we do have some other sunglass merch coming out as well too. I know Kyle and I were talking about quite a bit when we were out in Maui together, yep. uh, enjoying some uh, well-needed rest and relaxation out in Maui. Uh, I don't. Uh, hey, you know what? We we were just ahead of the curve, you know, because Matt Monday Smith, he's out there in Hawaii now. That's right. And then yeah. Chris Hare, he's going to be going out to Maui as well. Area, so it's yeah. like, hey, yep. we we just ahead of the curve, baby. You know what's we up, We ahead bro? of the curve, guys. Yeah. Ahead of the curve. That's what we do. They're <laughs> they right. following us. They following yeah, us, yeah, guys. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, they, that's what's happening. They following our lead now. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it, guys. I love it, guys. Well, yeah. uh, so um, let's talk about today's episode. We're going to keep the episode around an hour long, um, and we just want to kind of go through some breakout players of the year. We've been talking quite about about this. Hey, guys, we all know that this is the offseason, right? This is probably the deadest time for football, period, right? So yeah. Yeah. news, information, uh, free agent pickups, things like that aren't really happening. But again, we want to discuss... We, you know, we keep, again, we have a chat thread with our Bolt Bros uh, here. We continue to talk all day about the Chargers, our favorite topic, as you know. And we talked a lot about breakout players this year, and we just keep going back and forth. So we came up with five on the offense, five on the defense. And, you know, these are our breakout picks for the year. People we think are going to have maybe bounce back years, but also, you know, players we think are going to actually step up and really maybe hit their potential that uh, we've discussed Mm-hmm. throughout their entire careers as a charger. And so we want to talk about this too, but also we want you guys to give us your thoughts on uh, breakout players for this year as well too. So put that in the chat there. We are monitoring it. We are watching it. And guys, we are hundred percent live, right? Yep. 100% live right now too. So that works out well for us. So, Yep. So, guys, so guys, what we want to talk about offense or defense first? What are we thinking? Hey, well, chat. You know what? what do you guys think as I well? I got too? a little something special for real quick too, though. You know, hey, I got the. <laughs> uh, I can actually drop the title in here now. Check it out. Okay, can yeah. you? Can you? Let's get it. Okay, looks like we got quite a few folks here in the chat thread. And again, guys, put your thoughts out there. Breakout players for the year. So. What are we thinking? Offense, defense first. What do you guys want to do? Urban saying defense. Defense. So, defense. Uh, okay. Yeah. Defense. All right. I like that. I like that. You know, and, and again, you know, one of the things that I will say, uh, all right, so let's go defense, guys. All right. Yeah. That's good. Let's yeah. roll with. Can't go the wrong defense. with defense because we know what we're doing with this defense and how much we built this dang defense. Let's show so. them the D, boys. Show yeah. them the D. <laughs> All right, guys. So I, I think I, you know. Look, here's the thing, man. And I'll, I'll preface this by this, right? We obviously know our defense was the worst piece of the puzzle for us last year, right? The funny thing, I, and I will say this before we start talking, um, 
Tom Telesco, I remember at the end of last season, he thought that, we, in fact, even 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 uh, Brandon Staley thought that our defense was actually going to be a strength this year uh-huh. or, or last year. And it just didn't happen, right? There was injuries. There was all these problems. I mean, there were mm-hmm. so many games where, you know, the defensive line was healthy, but the, the D-backs were not healthy across the board. Um, I really think we did nothing but address all of those things, not only in the draft, but in free agency. So, right. You're probably right. I would say defense is probably the most spicy conversation. So let's let's just go that route. So I like I like this spicy, spicy. I like it. I like it spicy. I like it spicy. So um, so James, why don't you give us our first name on our list, guys? And guys, in the thread, right in the chat thread, throw people out there that you think are going to be breakout players for us this year. We have our list of five on the offense and defense. But we want to hear what you want to think as well, too. Who do you want to talk about? Give us a reason why, why you like this person, why you want them to be a breakout player, why you think they're going to be a breakout player. So, James, give us a first name uh, on our list. You know, first guy that comes to mind, actually, he was recently on the Drew Tranquil podcast. And it was kind of cool to be able to listen to his interview and kind of get his background and everything, too. And my my thoughts was uh, after listening to that, I was like, man, I'm I'm way more impressed about this guy. Not saying I wasn't last year. I was pretty excited about the pick, but uh, Asante Samuel Jr. is kind of the guy that I'm looking at. I mean, his dad's a stud, and it's funny yeah. because yep, um, his dad like had a crazy amount of interceptions through um, his career, and he had he's not a Hall of Famer yet. He's about the same built size as Asante Samuel Jr. Almost exactly like a right. copy, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, having Asante Samuel out there, I mean, he was a stud. Remember, like, that pick he did where he just stretched yep. out against Mahomes yep. and yes. the Chiefs? Yep. And, I mean, Absolutely. he's got the agility and the quickness to be, like, an extremely solid corner for us. Um, and yeah. so I'm not sure exactly where his position, if he's going to be kind of the guy, the nickel corner, he's going to be a, an actual starting corner, where he's really going to be at. And it'll be interesting to see where that all works with some of the other acquisitions that we brought in, even with um, – Michael Davis still being in the mix too. Um, and then I, I don't know where he's going to be at, but I look at it like with JC Jackson being on the field, which once again, JC Jackson is going to be kind of that lockdown corner for us. Um, he will be, he yeah. will be. nobody's going to try to go towards him. So yeah. I look at it like who's the other guys that are going to do something about it. Mm. Exactly. And correct. Make plays. So, you know, I think Asante is one of those guys that just keep thinking that even with his injuries and everything like that right. played extremely well. The D-line did a great job, or at least this assumed D-line that we have is going to create a lot of opportunities for the backfield. So yeah. that's kind of where my head's at with Asante, that I think he's going to do well. And his dad, second year, did really well, too. So okay. All right. I, I guess I'm just looking at it like getting in his feet wet in the NFL, he's going to end up doing uh, big things. for a Well, and he needs to stay healthy, too, right? So that was his 100%. big problem last year. His, his injuries yep. really held him back. A yeah. lot, right? And that's exactly. really what hurt our defense in general. Go ahead, Kyle. What was what was your thoughts? Well, yeah, I was gonna say is like, I mean, I, I'm I've been obviously a, a huge proponent of the uh, second year slump for the the sophomore players and stuff, and so obviously that is Asante Samuel uh, second year. But I think you re- bring up a really good point: the fact that uh, no one's gonna try and throw to J.C. Jackson, uh, yep. so they're gonna give Asante Samuel a lot more opportunities to shine, uh, and so. We'll see. Uh, I think that's going to be a, a really big point as to why he's going to actually have to step up and actually like dominate this year. So. Yeah. Yep. Well, and I think a lot of people think he's probably going to play the slot, right? So, okay. um, and again, you know, it's very clear uh, what the defense scheme most likely will be this year. It'll be a five-one-five, right? So, 
there's been all these different discussion points around how we're going to play defense. But I do think Asante Samuel is a good pick. Look, here's the thing. He has all the talent, right? We saw what he could do again. It's going to boil down to staying healthy, right? We were one of the worst defenses last year, and it was largely because of injuries beyond, beyond, you know, what we saw. Right. So look, I I think, I think uh, Asante Samuel will be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think a second year in this system, because this system's complicated guys, let's make it very clear. Like this is not an easy system to learn. Right. If you know, again, there's just so many different things you have to know. If this happens, you got to go this way. If this happens, you got to go that way. And plus Asante, he's not a big guy either. Right. He's not huge. Um, you know, so taking some hits from some of these big uh, running backs, you know, took a toll on him. And I think that's where he got a couple of his concussions, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's going to be a big part of it. Right. Um, I see a lot of people in the chat. that are talking about canine and, uh, you know, so, hey, you know, stay tuned. We'll see if he's on our list, you know, but uh, no, no, this is good. This is good. So, um, all right, I'm, I'm going to bring up the next guy that I think is going to do yes. pretty well on the defensive side. And then um, maybe we'll go to Kyle first and see what he's what his thoughts are. Yeah, uh, sure. Um, Sebastian Joseph Day, right? SJD. Sebastian um, Joseph Day is going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was having a great year before he got hurt right. last year. Oh, right? he just won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he did. Super Bowl, of <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a great year, about as good as you can get. That's right, as, as, yeah. a, as the best gear you can get, right there. Yeah, but you know, and I think I think it's interesting strategically how the chargers coaching staff have picked up players that know Brandon Staley's offense. Cause look, yeah. it's, it's not easy to learn. Yeah. Right. And so the fact that you go get some guys that performed well, and again, you don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the best defensive lineman. You just cannot be a weak spot. Right. And, and that's the whole point. And, you know, Sebastian Joseph day, he's a big guy, huge body, right. great personality, absolutely has all the talent in the world. He works his ass off all the time. So I think he could be an excellent bounce back player for next year. And I, and again, you know, if he had stayed healthy, he would have been an amazing player last year. So, Absolutely. yeah, I mean, what are you guys' thoughts? You know, I mean, Sebastian Joseph Day, like he's got a lot of potential, uh, a lot more potential than even what he was playing at the Rams, you know? And yeah. yep. now that he's going to be with the Chargers, with the line that he, that we have now, because I don't really know. I'll be perfectly honest. I don't really know the line for the Rams as as well as I obviously know the Chargers, or whatever. But I know for damn sure that they didn't have Khalil Mack on one side and Joey Bosa on the other. They didn't have that whole that whole the edge pressure going um, right to to help him, you know, to pull off pressure from him, like you know, so he can get through like the freaking gaps. And yeah. it's it's going to be a great year for him too, you know, because there's just there's so much pressure on the quarterbacks. Like a lot of times, like yeah. I think last year we probably gave the quarterbacks on average uh, about like five to six seconds to throw the ball, which that's like, that's an, too much. That's an eternity. Eternity for the NFL. You need to get Bake a cake, put it yeah. in the oven, pull yeah. it out. That's right. Sprinkle you know? it. <laughs> I mean, and that's, yeah. and I remember like uh, when we were playing on the, um, the playoffs just a couple years ago, uh, was it 2018? I believe. Uh, yeah, where, where Joey Bosa was frustrated as hell because Brady was getting that ball off like within like yeah. two seconds, you know, and you know, and he just he told him he said, "Hey, stop throwing the ball so fast." He's like, "What?" <laughs> he was like, "Well, stop getting to me so fast." <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Well, that, that, yeah. That's Tom Brady in a nutshell, though. That's his career is always get the ball out of his hands in two seconds or less. Yep. You know, I mean, exactly. he's a quick thrower. Yeah, and 
With Sebastian Joseph Day, it's an interesting thing because he did come from the Rams where he has probably one of the best athletes yeah. or one of the top athletes in sports uh, right. with Aaron Donald. And yeah. I mean, now going from having Aaron Donald could help everybody else on that line. But just going to your point, Kyle, we have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, which is criminal to be able to have those two guys it's on ridiculous. the line. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. is insane. If they play to their potential, which statistically they've been basically the same for the last three, four years. They have been. Yep. They have not, I mean, yep. what is going on here? Now you put Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson on that line too. Uh, I mean, it will probably be kind of more of a five-man front, so there's going to be one other person in there. I don't know if it's going to end up being Tillery or not, uh, Fajoko, whomever yeah. it might be. Yeah. Um, but having him on the line, he's he's really stepping himself up as a leader. And it, the one thing I love seeing is a lot of the videos of him talking with all the players, getting them really engaged, making them feel welcome in there too. Morgan Fox coming over yeah. and noticing him. And saying, hey, man, I didn't know you were there. Let's hang out kind of thing. And right. he's just got a really good infectious kind of personality. And I think that he could do a very good job. And once again, he won a Super Bowl. That's another guy you want on the line yep. that had has done it. You know, Dylan Reeder last year was with the Rams. He won a Super Bowl, too. Backfield yep. on top of that, J.C. Jackson, uh, Kyle Van Noy. Um, there's guys that have won Super Bowls on our team in all levels in the defensive side. So. It's exciting to see kind of what he could add to this team. And I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. He's, as long as obviously we'll go back to the health thing, you know, yep. healthy, please. I think he'll have a breakout season for sure. Yeah. I yeah. Think. And, and, and to your point, right? Like, so one of the biggest things that again, Tom Telesco, TT, and also uh, Brandon say talk about is depth, right? We got to have people behind that could step up. And, uh, you know, that's a big part of the conversation. If you don't have people that could step in when injuries happen and guys, like, let's not make a mistake about it. Right. You injuries will happen. This is a, this is an extremely violent sport yep. that it's not a tickling contest. These guys are out there to, to hurt each other. Right. And, um, pick a wiggle, you know, pick a wiggle, pick a wiggle, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Man, I love it. I love it. Uh. No, but, but, but to your point, right? Like, you know, the whole Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa thing, too. It's just going to make the interior line even yep. better. And you got to man up on people. That right tackle has to one-on-one beat Joey Bosa or Khalil Mack. Yes. I'll take that all day. Yes. And then, or even Kyle Van Noy, for that matter, right? So, yep. um, yeah, SJD, man, I, I I could see his upside just being gigantic. Mm, and, yes. um, my gosh, I, I don't know. The well, let's go to our next guy. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to bring up just one more thing about that position. We really okay. haven't had a guy since Brandon Meebane, like yeah. like Sebastian Joseph Day. So it's yeah. been a while that's since a we've point. had a guy yeah. that can really penetrate the line and control the line. And that's one thing I think that Sebastian Joseph Day is going to bring is that yeah. yep. inside presence to possibly not saying double team, but really force maybe double teams on him, which then opens up Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack to come in. Or Austin Johnson or whomever it might oh, right, be. Right, right, right. Yeah. A yeah. lot of penetration to the line, basically, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think he's gonna add that. Totally. I I like that. So, I like that a lot. Well, and, and one one last thought, by the way, we're looking at that we're 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 still monitoring the chat thread as well. So you guys, thank you so much for adding some content to our stream here as well, too. Um yeah, we love people talking about Vato and uh, some of these other folks. Yeah, I think Vato will have a great season as well too. Now I will say this. One thing about Sebastian Joseph Day, from all the videos I've seen, everything I've read about him. He is such a good locker room guy, yep. right? You need players like that that are just fun, 
keep things light, keep things fresh. Yep. And he's a performer, right? And and that goes a long way, in my opinion, as well, too. So, anyways, it's something to keep in mind on that as well, too. So I, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I think he brings so much, not only talent, but he also brings a good team aspect. And that's a big part of it. Um sure. with uh, you know, with with you know the charges of the season too. So yep. yeah, totally. Yep. Continuity yeah, I like you guys have been in Staley's uh, system too. So exactly know, keeping that continuity easier to plug and play probably won't have as much as a, as a learning curve as like a brand new rookie or whatnot. So I think it's a good, good addition to the team. So all around. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So let's go to, uh, let's go to our third pick on the defensive side. Right. All All right. right. So, um, uh, all right. So a lot of people keep talking about this guy. I'll introduce him. This is, yeah, Uh, this is kind kind of us. Uh, Oh, surprise there. Khalil Mack, yeah. what? Khalil Mack, a breakout year? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we, we've already talked about it. We already, you know, we we talked about the Iron Maiden. Kyle, you brought that up. That's it's right. the Iron it's Maiden. The Iron Maiden. Joey Bosa, yeah. Khalil Mack, just crunch yeah. Crunch right. guy liner. Week That's one, right. you just That's crunch right. it. Dude, how great would that be if we made a if we made a T-shirt like that where it's like Bosa yeah. and uh, Mack sacking basically Car and then just put Iron Maiden. That's yes, right. Like that's Iron great. Maiden. Oh yeah, no, we can just we can just make like a mock p- uh, T-shirt of Iron Maiden the band, yeah. But it's gonna be Bosa and Mac, you know. There you go. Yep, yep, absolutely. That'd be great. Well, the thing about and- Khalil that I I love about him though is obviously exactly. he's been a very high performing player when he got traded to the Bears. I mean, they went to the playoffs and they lost by a double doink basically. Um, and double doink. The thing about him, he. he <laughs> Yeah, you know, I hit hit double doink. How it hit the hit the goal, and then it <laughs> doinked at the bottom, and that was it. It was called a double yeah, doink. That's true. That's, that's true. That's what yeah. they said. Yeah. I think it was Chris Collinsworth. He's like, it's a double doink. They were like freaking out about it. It was so funny. I do remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was so funny. Um, but the thing about it is, like, the Bears fans when he came over, they were like, "Wow, he's amazing. Yeah. He's getting us to the playoffs. We're gonna win the Super Bowl." And then it never happened or anything like that. But he was still highly productive and bears as an organization from what I've been told have been very like kind of iffy as in like not wanting to spend. I heard some reports that past like uh, O line uh, players for the team wanted to coach for him and they offered him like minimum wage to be a coach. And it was like, yeah, super random, but it's an organization. Yeah. It's super weird. I can't remember who it was, but it's a guy that's played on the bears for like 13 years or something. It was ridiculous. So (laughs) either way, um, Khalil Mack is coming. We talked about it earlier. His stats line up a lot with Joey Bosa's. Yeah. And so now we got two guys like that on the line that could really do things. Sure. He got injured last year, um, but even up to that point, he was phenomenal. He was wrecking the line, doing what he needs to do. Get sacks. Yes. Create pressure. He was doing everything I want to do. And some people are like, ah, he's all washed up. He's just injury prone. He's 31 years old. Right. All right, let's go back to Von Miller. Von Miller's 33, yep. right? And yep. what did he get signed to a huge contract with the Bills at that age? Right. When you think like that position's dead, right? right. That's like your pastor prime. So I think that's ridiculous that people even say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Khalil Mack is is a an action speak louder than words kind of guy. And based upon the interviews, he's a very quiet, timid guy. Right. But I think he's going to have a phenomenal, huge year for us. Um, I, I can't wait to watch this Iron Maiden and happen <laughs> week one, Derek Carr. That's right. Week two, 
Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be great. I should try. What what's your guys' thoughts about Khalil? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, one hundred percent, man. I mean, like, you know, just like Sebastian Joseph Day, I don't believe Khalil Max ever had a defensive line quite like the one that he Correct. has now. Correct. So I think yep. he may have played a little bit with Max Crosby, which would, but that was probably like Max Crosby's early year, you know. So like he probably wasn't all that established as well he is now. Yep. But so I mean, I'm. I know he's pretty hyped as well to have like the kind of support that he has now. And so like, man, it's going to be amazing to see him just going out there and just like wrecking, you know, like, cause like one it's, it's going to be literally back to back sacks. Like I, I can't wait to see that. Like we're like, Cleo Mack gets a sack. Joey Bosa gets a sack. And it's just like, just, ah, yes, that's going to be. I love it. See, can't to, wait. Me, can't to wait. me, to, to, to your guys's point. Right. And this is why I think also, Khalil Mack needs to be on this list, right? Is that football is the ultimate team sport, right? Yes. Because, okay, JC Jackson is going to shut down their number one wide receiver. He's mm-hmm. done, right? Yeah. Just t- he's off the list, right? He'll, he will not have a great game. He will have an okay game, but he will not have an amazing stat game. Well, then you got to go down the list. Okay, well, who do we throw to next? And that's where we have no holes on any of the cornerbacks, right? But then, on the line, when we're rushing five, you got to go man to man, maybe put two tight ends on there to chip Bosa and also Mac, maybe yep. do that. But that also limits how many wide receivers you can put on the field. Right. Yep. So it's give and take. Right. So you can only do so much to try to stop what the, what our defense is going to dictate to their offense. Right. And that's, what's so great about it. Right. Is that you cannot force them to, uh, you know, essentially run their offense that they want to, right? So you have to focus on them. Oh, I love that, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Running yeah, a smudge, and I love that, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just read what... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what nice out, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Aether, Aether was saying... Uh, he was talking about Derek Carr will get knocked out in the second quarter in my prediction. Oh, my hey. gosh, I would love that. I'd love to see his <laughs> bell rung. He, I, 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 dude, I... Man, I would love to see him be a... Uh, what is that called? A, a lawn dart. Boom! Just yeah, just stuck just, in the ground, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just face down, ass up, man. There it is. <laughs> All day long. That's, song, son. that's right. Oh my gosh, I love that. I that's love how, that. That's the way we like to sack, you know. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that's another shirt right there. That's another shirt right there. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 again, like it's one of those situations where I just think it look. Khalil Mack could have not come to a better place, right? That's the thing that I love about it. He already knows yep. the coaching staff. He already, yep. knows the, he already knows the defense. He already knows what he needs to do. He already likes the defensive head coach, which is Brandon Staley. And now he just got to go out there and perform, right? It makes his life simple because as you already described, the Bears were not putting together a team to be competitive. That's the one thing that I've learned more and more about, you know, obviously football in general. Again, when I say it's a team sport, both sides of the ball, well, all three phases of the game have to be competitive, right? So, yep. anyways, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse with Khalil Mack, but I, I just see nothing but high upside with him this year. And it and I just yep. think, oh my God, like I look, he's he's hungry and he's on a team that can mm-hmm. win a championship. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Um Look, it, it, he's 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 going to feast, and he's going to yeah, put 100 yeah. percent effort into this this next yeah. year. So I'm excited yep. to see what's going to happen yeah. with that Our, for sure. If as long as 
I mean, our defensive line is going to be a massive problem for yep. every team yep. that we play yep. this for year. Any team we play. Yeah. I mean, not just defensive line, you know, obviously your backfield, you know? So it's just like, like where, you know, we talked about this before in our chats and like, just like, dude, where are the holes? You know, like who's like, who are you going to throw to? Who are you going to run? Where are you going to run? You, you can't do nothing. It's like yeah. exactly right. Well, yeah. even yep. to say that, that like the depth of this team is insane. Yeah. Like, and it's like one guy goes to another guy that actually could produce extremely well too. So like, you know, injuries will happen at some point, you know, right. you hope it's not going to be anything crazy, but the thing is though, the depth of this team is pretty ridiculous. Right. And so I, I think it's just going to be an amazing season to watch, which once again, we've said that a million times on our yeah. podcast, but yeah, I think all Chargers fans are that way right now. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I guess we should go to the next guy that we were chatting a little bit about. And actually, yeah. we yeah. had a little bit of conversation about what that uh, Kenneth Murray is the one, the, yep. the other guy we're chatting about. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. Now, now, once again, like this is like the idea of what we're going to try to run since we don't have a whole heck of a lot of inside linebackers because we really only have like four or five maybe as an inside right. linebacker. Mm-hmm. Four probably a lock. Three possibly could be the only inside linebackers of this team because. We do talk a little bit about a five-one-five kind of defense, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and kind of just move around Derwin. I mean, give him a lot of free free range in the defense. And so, uh, but I look at with Kenneth Murray, like last year he was dealing with injuries, had offseason uh, shoulder surgery, was it not? Was it, I think it was shoulder surgery again with him this, this, this offseason. But I expect him to come back his rookie year form where he was heavy tackling. Yes. He was all over the field, did yes. really, really well. I would like him to see him more as Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Kenneth Murray, mm-hmm. where he attacks the line a lot more and attacks the holes. More. Yeah. Cause I felt like Gus Bradley. <laughs> and I think it was actually on uh, chargers weekly. Mm-hmm. They kind of talked a little bit about, yeah, most of these defensive coaches, basically they, they tend to be kind of very hybrid as a defense. Yeah. Well, outside of one coach, Gus Bradley. <laughs> yeah, <And> so, <laughs> he did. No, they were they were clowning. Yeah, that guy's vanilla, dude. Uh, he had yeah. one play. All right, guys, cover right. three. Yep. All right, okay, we'll do the same thing. Same, same thing, thing over and over. Not, not a mean, whole not a whole lot of blitzing. Not none of that stuff. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. It was four man blitz every dang time, and like it was just cover the cover zone of some sort. And it was just dude awful to watch. Yeah. But that had Khalil Mack running around a lot. I don't think he's really a cover linebacker. My, in my opinion, he's attacking the align kind of linebacker. Right. And so I think that he'll kind of really shape into the, the linebacker we thought he was, I think it was his first year mm-hmm. under Anthony Lynn when they played and we got smoked Yeah. and we always get smoked by the Pats, mm-hmm. but he had a fantastic game in that game. And I think he played more to his level of what he should be. And I'm really hoping that he gets to that point. So I'm feeling like Kenneth Murray could have a good, good leap this season. Um, I'm kind of expecting a hundred something tackles, kind of that Kaiser white kind of position. Like Kaiser had a ton of tackles yeah, he did, last yeah. season. Yes, He's going to yeah. take that position yeah. this year. So uh, I think he'll do well. I, I was actually thinking the same thing, you know, like, I mean, I mean, the the only thing that I might be concerned about, of course, is obviously he's, he may be losing some time, thanks to like the sur- surgery and this injury that he's got right now. So, where he's he's having to kind of like nurse that injury a little bit. Obviously, last year the the injury that he sustained was uh, a lot greater than what we thought it was. It actually was. So uh, we just don't know like how he's going to fare this year because of that um, and. 
he may still, I don't know, I, I, I hope he'll probably be to full health by the time season starts, which is, what, like 60-something days? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, bro, I'm so stoked! Ah! I'm so I'm so hyped. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable, uh, guys. Like, yeah. I mean, we're what about three weeks away from training camp, aren't we? Uh, right, it's the end, end of this month, yeah. something like yeah, that, right? So month. it's uh, July twenty seventh is twenty seventh first like open day where people can go watch and stuff. Uh, well, actually, no, like, I think they're, I think we're actually like two weeks away. Like we're like the the rookies start first. Rookie rookie training camp yep. starts, and then right before that, like it's then the the veterans come in. And but then after that, it's like you know the fans get to show up on Wednesday, and uh, obviously, hey, you know, just, just shout out to that real quick. Actually, uh, a couple fan events, yeah. So July tenth, uh, come on out to Mission Bay, man. There's gonna be it's, a, it's another charity drive. Uh, we're we're putting t- together backpacks for like kids, uh, for school supplies and things like that. Um, and uh, and then July thirtieth. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of things going on after training camp. Um, there's a, there's going to be a, a like a thing in the parking lot probably at the beginning, yep. but then afterwards, I guess uh, the diehard Bolt Club's going to Hooters uh, for just to, to, to meet up. You know, so what? Hey, what better way to, to have a uh, you know to have a day of football? You know, like watching some football, then you get some breasts and chicken. You know, I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a breast man, guys. I'm uh, a breast man. I'm, I'm a breast say man it. all I'm day. Say it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Look with some chicken breasts. I mean, me too. <laughs> oh my god, we're going wow. to hell, bros. We're going to hell. That's what's happening. Hey, you know what? You know what they say? You go to heaven for the weather and you go to hell for the company, you know? <laughs> there you go. Hey, I, just remember what anyways. Chris Rock said. You don't go to you don't go to Hooters for wings, right? That's, that's, that's right. exactly right. You don't no. go to Hooters for the wings. No. <laughs> I, I remember I remember they were saying somebody said a joke about uh, about Hooters, yeah. and uh, they were saying why don't why don't they have a delivery service to people's homes and they would call them oh. knockers? Oh yeah, call them knockers. Oh my gosh, that's that a great like a idea. Pretty that's good, good name for good. for a business. Well, oh, I, I love that. Never, oh, I, I'd be ordering me some knockers all every day. <laughs> uh, some of the, oh, hey, some, what's up, girl? Some bolt babes uh, I met before. Like they were saying that the they wanted to do a, like a female centric version of that and call it Peckers to have like a bunch of guys. <laughs> it's like speedos walking around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! Questionable. Oh, my gosh, that's oh, very questionable. Anyways, well, that was a bit sidetracked there, you know. So like, all right. <laughs> Well, you know, so I, I do love what James Richards said. Yeah. He talked about uh, back in the days, we used to call the D-line the Bruise Brothers, and mm. I really like that. Yeah. We call them the Bruise Bros, dude, the Bruise Bros. Yeah, I like, well, that. They, they, I like that. They call themselves the Blockbuster Boys. That's right. Yeah, the Blockbuster yeah. Boys. So, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, but you know what, though? But 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 the reason why that's a big thing, too, is because when Brandon Staley's off, or excuse me, his defense, the whole point of the, the defensive line is to break up what that line wants to do for the running game, right? right? You just get in there, you just get disruptive. You you yep. bust the line open, blow the A gap, blow the C gap, blow the B gap up, and you just um yeah. you know Great stop chaos. them from doing what they want to do, yeah. right? And that's a big part of it, right? So yep. and you know, and look, again, it's gonna be the one thing I'll the last thing I'll bring up about K9, right? I think K9 can be amazing for us. He has all the talent, he has all the effectiveness that he could be. He just needs to stay healthy. The problem though is you got to wonder how many so how many linebackers we got right now? What five, right? Amen. Yep. K nine. Drew Tranquil. Troy Reader. And and well, technically K KVN is technically a uh, linebacker, of course. Joe, sure. You know, but 
he most likely won't line up that way. He's going to be more of an edge rusher, of course. But again, it'll be interesting to see how many are actually going to make the team this year, right? So I get a little stressed out about that because we, I really like our linebacking core, but yep. uh, that will be very interesting to see. I know we talked about this a lot last week, but it will be interesting to see what it actually breaks down mm-hmm. to. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think I think it'll be really interesting. All right, Kyle, you want to give us the last uh, our last pick for the defense? And again, anybody we miss, guys, Put it in the chat thread. Yeah. Tell us why you like this person. What are we missing? Okay. This is our last of the defense breakout mm-hmm. players, but I yeah. want to see your thoughts on that as well, too. So sure. Kyle, go ahead and give us our, our number number five or our fifth choice. For sure. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, and I just wanted to address something uh, real quick from Aether. He just said, uh, you know, hey, before we move on to offense, make sure we, uh, we ask, answer some of his questions and stuff like that, you know? Like, I'm like, totally. For sure. Yeah, I think yeah. he was asking something about, you know, uh, pick six or uh, INT. Which one do you prefer? Pick six all day. Hey, yeah, you know, the excitement on True, that. true, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, catching that ball and just take it to the house. See you later. I mean, like that's like Gumby, dude. Like Gumby, you know. he would just go like this. <laughs> he just like he just like move with like his legs wouldn't move. Oh, I love that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Is that what, is that oh. what we're gonna call pick sixes from now? That was like yeah, we'll Gumby, Gumby, dude. Gumby. Gumby. We call him Gumby. He's going Gumby. That's right. <laughs> Does anybody know who Gumby is anymore, dude? Okay, yeah, yeah. Does anybody know Gumby is just yeah, in, in the thread, right? Yeah, oh, maybe we're too man. old. Wait, <laughs> do I still have my Gumby out? No, I left my Gumby costume back in the day. Dang, I, I should have shown. Oh, man. Oh, I might have to get. Man. I might be Gumby for Halloween this year. That sounds good to me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there, uh, no, I thought uh, you you like Poke, man. Why don't you like Poke? <laughs> yeah, we'll do, we'll do that. I'll be I'll be a Poke Bowl, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be a Poke Bowl. No, no, because like, cause, like his buddy's name is Poke. You know, like oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, so, yeah, 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 Pokey, Pokey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I like that too. I like that. Um, So here's the, uh, yeah. Um, So. Drum roll, drum roll. Fifth fifth choice. (laughs) 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 Nasir Adderley. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so he's actually, he came in with uh, a couple other players too, right? Uh, uh, Is this is his third year with the Chargers or is it fourth? I can't remember. Um, but, you know, obviously, like, he kind of has been, uh, a little bit just above average player for the most part. I mean, he's got, he's made some big plays here and there. Um, but I really feel like that he's going to be an integral, critical role on the defense this year. And I think he's really going to, like, uh, step up good. And because obviously now, like, like we've talked about, he has another year under his belt knowing, uh, uh, Staley's, like, off defense. And because of that, you know, he's going to be able to know, like, and he's been working with Derwin James a lot more, you know, so he's going to be able to go all the way around uh, the field, and he's going to really help out Derwin James a lot. Um, so, I mean, I know we, we're probably going to keep talking about Nasir Adderley, but I feel the exact same way about JT Woods, though, as a little bonus thing. Yep. I think, like, yep. both of them combined is going to really just make actually der- free up Derwin James to be able to really yep. do what he's good at. And that's literally be everywhere, everywhere all at once, you know, like, like, yeah, he's, he's, yep. n- he's not going to be able to like, you know, it's going to be really hard to find those holes and those like gaps or whatever to, 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 to throw the, the ball to, you know, because like, there's just, there's just going to be too much coverage. So I don't know. Yep. That's just, that's just my thoughts. Like, uh, you know, I'll just kind of shoot it off to James. What do you think for Nasir Adderley? 
Yeah, no, good call. Good call, ERB. You are a fortune teller. Just looking at the chat thread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he got that down. He got that down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and that's the thing. I kept thinking a lot about JT Woods, too. And, and, I have him kind of as a sleeper pick. And now, once again, when we talk about breakout players, I mean, we don't expect them all to be able to go to the Pro Bowl. Right. Or we don't expect like all that. We just yeah, say exactly like, correct. these are guys exactly that correct. are going to really support this team and make this team better. And they're going yep. to elevate their game. Yeah. And so I think with JT Woods added with Nazir Adderley, like my big thing about Nazir is that he's in his last year of contract. And a lot of players, when they play in their last year of the contract, they tend to play at a super high level. And then they try to get a massive contract somewhere. And I know there were some articles talking about that. If they think that that's going to happen with, with Nas, that he's probably going to end up walking. That's I think why we have JT Woods also too on the team too. And why we drafted him to be in the system. If we're going to move on from Nas. Um, But I think he's going to have a good solid year. He's, always kind of been so close to getting a lot of picks each yes, year. Yes, he has. Sure. Yeah, always yeah. so close. And so um, I think now just the way this defense is set up, there's going to be a lot of sack fumbles, batted uh, passes that are going to end up flying into somebody's hands. I think that with Nas, he's going to be able to actually get some of these picks. And he, with the pressure in front, with the electric fence or the, the Bruise Brothers. Or the Blockbusters. Or whoever we want to call it. <laughs> the Blockbusters. Uh, blockbusters, <laughs> whoever they, their name is. Um, they're just going to create a lot of chaos, which will create basically turnovers. And I think Nas will be a big beneficiary of it this year. So um, what, what do you think, Andy? Yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, and I'm just putting in the thread that, yes, Nas is going to have a big year. Hey, here's the thing. Uh, Brandon Silly specifically has talked about him quite a bit. And a lot of people are saying that he ke- he stepped up and he's looking really good at OTAs and obviously everything that we've seen so far. Again, this is also his contract year. Last year was contract, right? Yeah, that's so a big thing. Stay in the league, he's got to yep. start producing, right? Yep. And so the big thing, you know, usually the last year of contract usually means people step up. Now it yeah. also means, you know, we, we have a big difficult decision to make, right? Let's say he has his breakout year that we are predicting. Yep. Uh, as everyone, I think, also in the chat thread is even predicting, I think he'll do very well. But can we afford a moving forward, right? So, and I think yeah. that's also why Brandon Staley has done such a good job of bringing so many defensive backs in general yeah. that could potentially step in if we can't re-sign Nas, right? So, you know, um, but I do think he's one of the guys that a lot of people are talking about to potentially have an amazing year. And so I'm just excited to see what he can do. I, I Look to, to your to your point, and again, another person we didn't bring up here is Alola Gilman, right? Gilman, I think, yep. could be very good as well too. Um, but Nas, I think, will do very well. It's an important year for him to be successful, and he needs to show the league that he can he can step to the next level and uh, win that big contract, right? So, yeah, yep. no, I, I think he'll for do well. Sure. Yep. yep. I mean, and this is his fourth year, and as a second round pick, generally they they only have a four year contract. It's kind of the same thing that happened with uh, Nuwasu. And how he basically had four years with us, and then he ended up getting let go at that point. So this is a, uh, you know, it'll be an interesting season for him. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think that the the other guy that I keep thinking about is, uh, you know, maybe my X Factor guy about the defense is, is uh, a breakout coach. Can I say that? Um, yeah. Ooh. Brandon Staley. Like, hey, Brandon Staley. Yep. there you go. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. For sure. You know, this is his coach defense, of the year. and he's. He's built up a lot. I mean, he could definitely be coach of the year this year if things really go well. I mean, there's there's a side to me. I know we did predi- we did predictions of like records. There's a side where I keep thinking 
14 and three is a total possible record with this team. Yeah. yeah. And yep. so things are kind of shifting around now. Once again, we're a paper team right now. That's right. Complete paper, paper team. team, paper team. Um, but it looks good on paper. That's for dang sure. Right. Um, but I think Brandon Staley could have a big breakout season that it could shut up a lot of haters. Like I know there's a lot of people that bag on him about the fourth down, you know, choices last year, oh, hey, man, man. Like, oh man, I'll tell you what, go big for ball it. Staley, big ball Staley's making his moves. And <laughs> he <laughs> knew and, right. and the thing is, though, I was thinking about this the year before 2020 year with Justin Herbert. There was so many times I'm like, stop kicking the field goal. Because it yep. didn't work ever. Yep. Just yep. put it in Justin Herbert's hands. Yes. And later on in the season, they kept doing that. Like the game against the Raiders where he where uh, Herbert ran it in. He's like, I, I was in. I was in. And then they won <laughs> yeah. the game or whatever. Yeah. So the thing is, though, I think Lynn started realizing, well, special teams ain't working. So let's just go ahead and just give it to the guy who is probably our best player on the field. I think Brandon Staley brought that same mentality this year that, hey, our defense is really not as good as I thought it was going to be. Let's keep it in, a, in our best players' hands, and yep. that's why he on these fourth down. <clears throat> yeah, honestly, I wouldn't be mad if he did it again this season with a defense that he knows, even if they go for a fourth, don't get it. The defense could do a great job of stopping them too. Yeah. So there, there is a double-edged sword to that because that right. could mean, well, you could give up another touchdown or a field goal or whatever. Sure. I get sure. it, but I think. I'd have no problem if he keep, continues to do it. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee he's going to do it. If he doesn't do it week one, he'll do it on week two mm -hmm. against the Chiefs because that's how he pitched yes. the Chargers and, and the Spanoses of how to beat the Chiefs and to go for it on fourth down and be very aggressive. Mm -hmm. So, well, I mean, that's just that's just a defense X factor there, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. I know. I think it's a, a solid, solid thing, though, you know, because like the truth is, like, I don't see any reason why Chargers or any team should ever, like, you really go for the field goal when they are, uh, you know, in the other team's territory, you know, like, especially yep. at this point, like, I mean, I love field goals. Don't get me wrong. Uh, because like there is a, uh, potential that we, when we go further down the line, that maybe that, that is another breakout player that we want to, might want to talk about, you know, but, uh, yep. because real, the realist realistic thing is, is that, Field goals do win championships, like yep. because you know like, special teams is that important because that is literally the difference of a game is that three points you know from especially the fifty five yards out you know yep. um and so yep. like obviously you got to make sure that you have a good kicker but we haven't had a good team for the past like eight years yeah. eight seasons or something yeah. like I mean who who was the last good kicker that we had I mean yeah. Jeez, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I will say this: uh, Koo is like ranked one of the fourth best kickers in the league right now, oh, and yeah. we let him go. I mean, and, and right. you know, but 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 I will say this, and I, I know we're getting a bit off topic uh, with specifically the kicking and special teams, and we do have one person in special teams we want to talk about before we go to offense. Um, but again, it is important. The thing that I've seen differently is Brandon Staley brought in better coaches, right? Anthony yeah. Lynn did not have a good coaching staff, right? No. I think he kept a lot of players there. A lot of, you know, legacy coaches yeah. that had very legacy ideas, right? At least Brandon Staley's bringing in different ideas and, and approaching things in a more aggressive slash 
statistical way, right? He's he's using right. analytics um, in a different way, right? So it's kind of like kind of going back to like the whole Moneyball conversation in baseball. It's very yeah. different, of course, but he's looking at statistics and saying, "All right, these numbers say we do this. These numbers say we do that," and using more of a, a statistical approach on what we need to do moving forward. So I find that very interesting. Um, Anthony Lynn is obviously not that guy. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about one guy uh, on special teams that we think is going to have a breakout year. And then we'll move on to the offense, guys. So uh, we do think that uh, J.K. Scott is going to have a great uh, breakout year, right? We talk about special yep. teams. I think there was some questions around Ty Long. He had a couple blocked punts last year. He had this long windup, wasn't really getting a lot of distance. So again, it go, it boils down to analytics and statistics, right? Okay, well, the guy can kick at 30 yards or 40 yards. Does it really make sense? Would you rather leave it in someone like Justin Herbert's hand to make the first down? It's only five yards, right? So yep. I think there was a lot of reasons why we went for it on fourth a lot last year. I yeah. don't know that we're going to lead the league this next year, but with a puncher like J.K. Scott, which, by the way, everyone seems extremely hyped on. Yeah. He's a tall guy about the same height as Justin Herbert. Yeah. And, yo, I've heard nothing but good things about him. So, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Then we'll move to the offense, guys. And in chat, please tell us, who do you think will be better, J.K. Scott or Hopkins this next year, right? Or maybe somebody else. Yeah, you know, and it, it's always just kind of an interesting thing talking about kickers. And, you know, it's not one of those like hot topics to talk about, but um, it, it makes a difference in a game. Yeah, and uh, absolutely, yep, you know, all the hype seems to be that like J.K. Scott's been a great <clears throat> teammate added to this team. Great element added to the kicking game um, based upon what they were kind of talking about charges weekly this week. So there's only been really good high marks about the guy. And yeah. the thing is though, he was with the, the Packers for three years. He seemed to do pretty well, average roughly about 45 ish per kick. Did have some longs around 67, 66 yards, 62 uh, for him. So he, he did a pretty good job. Like, I mean, he looks like he's only had two blocked punts in his career too. So he, he's got probably a lot more quicker of a release, quicker stroke to get to the put to the ball. Um, so I think, I don't know, we'll, we'll see how it ends up going with him, but it seems like he's pretty good. It looks like there's been a ton of his, uh, kicks kind of landing in the 22. So yeah, yep. kind of that's in that kind of getting into that zone is, is kind of the key, obviously to get to closest to the goal line is even better, but, yeah. um, either way, I'm excited to see how he goes. I mean, I'm sure he'll be pretty heavy on the, uh, uh, preseason. And uh, he'll be punting balls around so we can get really good eyes on it. So I'm yep. looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, so, uh, I don't think that we're going to punt it still that very, very often at all. You know? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah we, it's great that we got a good punter and we can rely on him. And he's tall. He's got a, he's got a freaking boot, you know, and he's got the like, freaking catapult for legs, you know. So um, I, I just don't think that we're still going to punt that often, you know, like maybe do like maybe three punts a game at, at, at the most, you know, like, I mean, because I mean, I maybe I guess just segue into the offense or whatever, because our offense is going to be amazing. You know, yeah. we're going to get, yep. we're going to convert first downs to first downs and second downs to first downs. You know, I don't, I don't even know if we're going to see third and fourth downs very often this year. Like, 
So, yeah. and, yep. and when we do get to that point, we're still going to go for it. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be a big difference, you know? So yeah. yep. uh, all, all gas, no brakes. All gas, all no, gas brakes. no brakes. That's right. Yep. Yep. All gas, no brakes. That's right. No yeah, yeah. Or is it all ass, no brakes? That's, that's, a, oh, that's on my dating profile. No uh, big right. deal. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's, it's no lube, all turf, you know? Yeah. Oh, no lube, all turf. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Well, but that's a good segue into the offense, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe we should talk about, all right, and guys, again, yeah. in the chat, please tell us who you think offensively are going to be some very big breakout players for this next year. The first one we're going to bring up, I'll bring this one up. Herbie. Herbie's yes. going to be our guy, dude. You know, um, again, I'm putting money on him being the MVP this year. Obviously, we're going to win the division. Um, and, you know, here's the thing. We could talk about Herbert all day, but here's the thing. It's the second year in the same offense. Uh, I think he understands the offense better. I think there's going to be some audibles. He'll definitely be ready to go. Last year, it was very clear he didn't audible hardly at all. I think this year, there'll definitely be some switch-ups as they go, which I think makes a difference, right? He will be really the offensive coordinator on the field. Um, and it, again, there's some arguments back and forth. I remember seeing a lot of people talk about how Joe Lombardi did. He had, he coached really good games and then he, he called really bad games, yeah. right? He just, he was a little inconsistent, but it was also his first year being that coach, right? So yeah. what'll probably happen, this is my prediction. They'll probably have a run play and a pass play. And then Herbert will get to choose, okay, do we want to run it or do we want to pass it? Yeah. Or he's going to call two plays in the huddle and then he'll say, great, it's the same formation but then he can audible to the run play from what he sees once the line sets up against the offense. So, you know, I think you're going to see a lot of that this year. Um, And I think the coaches have a little bit more, um, you know, belief in Justin Herbert. Obviously everyone believes in Justin Herbert, but, but the fact that he understands the offense better, he'll make better choices. So yeah, let's, let's pass it on to you guys. And again, chat, what do you guys think about Justin Herbert? And uh, you know, what, what do you think moving forward? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's such a softball answer to say a breakout <laughs> player is Justin Herbert. But the thing about it is, is like he is he is the real deal. And I think this is the elevation and the really the the point of Justin Herbert's career that's going to put him at that upper tier level. And people are already putting him at like top three quarterback, top five. They're already putting him in that position because they know what he's doing. I mean, what he's done in the first two years is never been done by a a two-year quarterback right and so this guy only has the ability to grow even more he if he wins mvp in his third year obviously that means that he gets the playoffs too i think it was criminal that justin herbert was not in the playoffs last year for sure Mm -hmm. it was absolutely like a disservice to the nfl in my opinion now once again it's not a chosen situation of you're going to the playoffs you still have to perform to get to the playoffs but i mean the thing is, though, this year will be, it will be exciting. It w- how cool would it have been if we beat, beat the Raiders? And I wasn't sure of the bracketing, but if it was that we actually ended up playing the Bengals last season, oh my gosh, that have, what would that game been? Because I mean, before, yeah, we we, 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 them we beat the Bengals already. Out. Yeah, yep. we smoked them, and so would the Bengals have gotten to the Super Bowl? It had already been a one 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 playoff bounce kind of situation again for them as a, as an organization. So, I don't know, Justin Herbert, I just can't wait. I, I want to see him in the playoffs this year. I want to see minimum AFC championship game. And then I minimum. want a Super Bowl win. Oh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's this know, big. Baby. This is the year. Know. 
Yep. Yep. So, yeah, percent. I'm actually, I'm actually very curious about that too. I was like, I couldn't remember. I think, I think our first game would have been uh, against the Bills. Actually, you know, I think, I think we, yeah. were, I think we were slated to go against the Bills or the Titans or something like that. I think. Yeah, so, I don't remember the whole like yeah. setup of what it was. I mean, that was a while ago. Yeah. And obviously. So, but obviously, but, I, honestly, I think it would have been a better, better service for the the entire NFL if we tied that game. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. If that if that passed, it would have been weird too, right? Yeah, Everyone would have been like, "Oh wow, how crazy would that have been?" You know, <laughs> that would have been so yeah. good. I mean, I guess it's it's good that Ben Roethlisberger got his final career and like, uh, you know, game. Yeah. He got to go to the playoffs last time. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. You know, but um, anyways, but yeah, like you know, it's really hard to not put Justin Herbert in this thing. But then again, I mean, like, how can he break out? Further from what he did last year, like over yeah. over five thousand yards, is he gonna get six thousand yards this season? <laughs> yeah, is that he, ain't is gonna he, happen. Is he, is he wow. gonna have? Is he gonna have fifty touchdowns? It's like I mean, didn't didn't Tom Brady have like fifty five hundred passing yards or something uh, like that? Crazy yeah, it last was. Season? It was like just barely more than Justin Herbert. I think you know. I think we were. He was like total yards. I think he was just underneath it. You know. So yeah. I mean yeah. But I mean, look. You, it's Justin Herbert and Tom Brady are still not on the same level. Like I, I'm going to be controversial on that. Justin Herbert can get to that level of, of Tom Brady. We just need to get him to uh, to be our first franchise quarterback to win a Super Bowl. And then once that happens, yeah. it's it's going to be like freaking blood in the water. Justin Herbert yeah. is a dang shark. He's going to be on a frenzy of freaking Super Bowl rings. He's going to have one for every finger. And, you know, Bam. he's just going to be like freaking like Thanos with the Infinity Stones and just freaking <laughs> snap all these people out of existence. You know, like Derek Carr, yeah. you ain't you ain't doing nothing. You know, the AFC West is, is AFC Herbert. That's what it is. You know? Yeah, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, think, think about if – and for a quarterback to get to 6,000 yards would take every single game on average – 353 yards a game. Yeah. I mean, think, <laughs> think of how gnarly that would be. Like, as a fantasy side of thing, like, that would be, dude, he would be pick of the century at that point. Um, and 40 plus touchdowns. I mean, it would be a ridiculous situation. Who knows? But yeah. we love Justin Herbert. I can't wait. I mean, yeah, I got the Herbie jersey over here. Oh, Herbie Rock, jersey. Herbie jersey. jersey. Herbie I should have worn my Herbie jersey today. Man. Yeah, I should have done that. I just, I just got to go hang out by the stadium, you know, so I can just like find Justin Herbert and, and have him marry me, you know. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I'm just saying, like, you know, if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go that route, that's that's the way I want to do. Okay, <laughs> jeez. All right. Uh, yeah, but he, he's a, he's ain't a hot reporter, Kyle. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. that's uh, yeah, yeah reporter, that's, right? Hey, you know what? Hey, we can have a three way. It's all good. <laughs> This is going off the rails. All right, moving on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, all right, so James, why don't you give us the second one for the offense here? So you know, there's not many rookies that you can really kind of point out to, but uh, I think that uh, Isaiah Spiller has a great chance to be a really good, solid player. And now, once again, with him, Isaiah Spiller being RB two, and I expect him to be RB two, um, and what he does, as in. You know, uh, catching the ball, running the ball, and really stabilizing that RB2 position for us. I think that's really why I feel he's a breakout player for us. Because 
And it's stats wise, I mean, I don't really know what it's going to be. I think somebody asked a question in one of our other videos is who's going to have more yards, Isaiah Spiller for running or who's going to have more rushing yards, Isaiah Spiller, or Austin Eckler. And uh, that's a tough question because I think there's going to be a really 50-50 potential on the, those two players. But I think Isaiah Spiller is going to do a great job, great compliment to Eckler, running yep. catch, very patient runner. Um, I think he's going to do a fantastic job. Just to really, why I say breakout player, he'll stabilize the RB2 position because that has been an issue for us for years. Um, so he's our man. Third time's a charm of uh drafting a running back i think in the past three years yeah i think he'll be our stable point finally so yes yeah well and and one of the thought on that too right the thing about isaiah spiller is is again we talked about this a little bit last year uh, last week and um he had a really bad offensive line in college right and again if this line can do what we think it can do this year it will really prove that you know again it, it will make a huge difference in production, right? Getting those three or four tough yards will do very well. And he's a bigger body than Eckler. And Eckler's yep. been very clear. Look, I don't want all these touches, right? Because he knows he has a smaller body. Like, he's a smaller guy. He's a little bit more of a scat back or, a, you know, a Sproles type of guy, right? You know, he knows he can't take a lot of direct hits. You know, even guys, I mean, even LT. You know, LT never really took a hard hit. He yep. never did. Yep. He always kind of went down. He did a little dive or whatever, and Eckler does about the same thing, but he kind of knows that if he keeps taking these hard hits, he's not going to survive in the league, yep. right? And as Chargers and Charger fans, we want them on the field, right? They're our best choice. So I'm okay with them taking a few less hits. But again, you spread it out with Isaiah Spiller, a little bit of mm-hmm. body. Yeah. Life is good. But I do think they'll probably split touches, right? Because I do think Eckler does not want... Uh, to take all that damage on his body, so I think I think I think he's going to be a, he's going to have a great uh, I mean a good one two punch and I and you know you never yeah. know um, yeah we may see Roundtree with a couple of touches this year too you know that that could happen as well too so you know we'll see what happens with that you know and I, but I'll say this though too is that like the thing that I like the most is that when Eckler actually did show up to uh, minicamp um, and you know when he's talking to media he was like saying look. I don't want a, a RB2 just to, to go out there and give me a breather or whatever. I want him to go out there and finish what I started and to go out yeah. there and produce as much as I wanted, like I was producing, and to keep that momentum going um, and not, you know, and he wants them to challenge him for RB1 too because he knows he's RB1 and he's yep. got that pos- position on lock. And, you know, he's so confident that in his own abilities that, you know, like, hey, you know what, if if you can if you can beat out me or at least challenge me, then, yeah, you're going to earn that RB2 spot. And, yep. you know, like in that, I think, honestly, right now, Isaiah Spiller might have the best chance. Obviously, we'll find out in training camp. I'm looking forward to, to seeing all that, how that happens, you know. But uh, yep. I can see Isaiah Spiller absolutely getting uh, like 900 yards this season if he's able to do that. Um, Because obviously we haven't really seen that production from Roundtree or Joshua Kelly, but uh, Roundtree might be on that second-year slump. Joshua Kelly kind of had his slump last year. So we'll see what happens, you know? So, yeah. 
Yeah, and and I like the idea of having four running backs, right? I know there was a couple of undrafted running backs that we right. got as well too. That that right. could be interesting to see what happens with them. But I will say this: I do think four running backs is a good thing because it's a tough position, guys. That position in the NFL is one of the hardest positions to continue playing, right? So you need a stable of horses that can take touches and take carries. And again, it kind of goes into what we talked about with Justin Herbert passing. You know, he's got to be able to pass out, right? I would love to see again. I, We've talked about this so many times. I would love to see a bunch of two running back sets yeah. where you got two running backs in the back and they just both run to the side. What do you do in a defense at that point, right? right. Everyone clears out. Okay, which way do I go, right or left? And you split yeah. the linebackers. There's not much they can do about it, right? It's a matchup sure. problem, right? So, um, again, obviously the offense is going to try and dictate what the defense has to do. But, uh, but I again, yep. um, Isaiah Spiller is a big pick for everybody. Yep. Um, okay, so Kyle, why don't you uh, – why don't you give us our third pick on the offensive yeah, side? Yeah, I know yeah. you got a cool name for this guy. So, uh, what's what's your thoughts uh, on uh, breakout player? You know, yeah. we got we got a breakout player. He's big, he's new, and he is the great, the one, the only Mount Zion. <laughs> uh, Mount Zion Johnson. You know, like I mean, dude, this guy. He was he was absolutely like, uh, you know, obviously he was a sleeper pick for first round, except for Herb. Yeah. He uh, was yeah. the only one that actually predicted it. Um, but as he likes to say, yeah, he was picking the first number one offensive guard um, in the draft is better than picking the ranked fourth tackle on the draft. It's a good that, point. Right. It's, a, it's a really it's a good point. Great point. Good point, and, Herb. Yeah, and yep. so, um, and obviously, our right side was kind of trash last year. So, I mean, it wasn't kind of trash. It was trash. Let's just, let's just be real. Yeah. Um, and now we got this guy, Zion Johnson, who, like, honestly, he, he's a massive dude. And he's he's super smart. And he was, he was like, a computer science engineer, you know? So, like, I mean, he's going to... Cybersecurity. Cybersecurity, yeah. So he's going yep, to be able to figure out stuff really fast. And, you know, man, he's going to be able to, to make an immediate impact to that line, uh, offensive line on the right side absolutely right away. Hey, I don't even know. Yeah. He might even help out the right tackle position um, a lot significantly yeah. by maybe just, yep. you know, making that like whole side better. Because in a lot of ways, because that's kind of what I feel like is going on with the left side, too. Like, I feel like Matt Filer has been a huge help to uh, Rashawn Slater, um, giving him that little veterancy, of course. I mean, Zion doesn't have the veterancy behind us back in the experience to kind of like, you know, guide uh the right tackle position a little bit, but yep. it's going to be, he's, he's going to be a force an, an unstoppable mountain that people need to climb in order to get over that. You know, um, I haven't done a whole lot of research and I just kind of want to figure out who he's going to be mashing up against, uh, you know, against, and when we go further down the line, uh, but I think his matchups are all very favorable. I mean, yes, he's going to probably face off against Max Crosby and from time to time uh, going against that gap there. But for the most part, he's going to be in pretty good shape on that right side. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, all right, well, that's my thoughts. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and spin it back to you, James. Yeah, with Zion, like, to me, I look at him as a very much a plug-and-play player. Um, and then even has been called as an all rookie team for 2022. So there's a lot of high hopes for the guy. And you made a great point. I'd much rather get basically the number one offensive guard versus basically the number three, four right tackle. 
um, in the draft. And I think that was a very smart choice. It's not the flashiest of choice, but at the same side, it stabilizes our line further and further. So yep. that's really a big, big thing for us. And the thing is, though, he's going to have Corey Lindsley to his left, too. And so he's going to have a guy that's a Pro Bowl player on yeah. his left that's going to be able to help guide him a bit, too. So I, I think it's just I'm excited to be able to see Zion out there and see what he could do. And I mean, Odeo Bushi did a fantastic job for us last year up till he got injured. And I think I felt like our line was phenomenal. I think at that time that he got injured was in the Browns game, which I think was the fourth game of the season. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so um, that, yeah. that game was crazy, too. And that game was, woo-wee. I mean, man, that thing <laughs> unbelievable. Was insane. Right. So, I mean, Oday was doing great. And it's just then it became Michael Schofield, who came out of retirement, essentially, to play for yeah. us. And, yeah. Which which uh, is a death problem, right? Like he was all yeah. right, but not great. Yeah, exactly. So I hopefully Zion Mount Zion will basically stabilize that right side and really do well with that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to be able to see him out there and in, in, in uh, bulldozing and pancaking people. That'd be great. So, uh, a lot of people keep talking about Zion uh, could eventually step in and be our center moving forward. Corey Lindsley moves on wants a bunch of money <laughs> because obviously he's a pro bowler and he's arguably one of the best centers in the league. Right. So um, I think, you know, Mount Zion could eventually step in and be that center running the line. He's that smart, right? And I think it's a big part of sure. what a line needs to be, right? And eventually there comes a point where he could be that guy. And look, I think he's going to be fantastic. I think no matter what, he will at least stabilize that right side a little more and yeah. stop the the blitz up the middle, right, as much as possible. Yeah. And he'll also help in the run game, right, getting people off yep. their blocks and, and moving pe- moving big bodies. Dude, that guy has got the biggest arms. I remember seeing all like, whoa, dude, those are huge. <laughs> hey, dude, man, I mean, that got thighs and buys, baby, you know? I mean, dude, that's right. like tree trunks. I'm like, what am I looking at here, dude? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, James. Yeah. Okay. So, how about this? Why don't we uh, go to our fourth pick uh, on the offensive side? There, I yeah. think. Uh, Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we so, go with sticking with uh, another O lineman? Right. This one, I've been on. I've been on that train for a while. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I went on this even kind of late last season, thinking like, dude, why is he not out there? And he's statistically PFF ranking has been fantastic, and he's done well. I mean. I think even the chat already kind of knows who we're chatting about because I think it was uh, James that was chatting about. Uh, yeah, I think it was, yeah. Oh yeah. He's been working out with Slater, but Trey Pipkins, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of big things about him and talking over. And actually, even Chargers Weekly chatted about it this week, saying right. like, "Hey, you know, like, I I don't see us going with Storm Norton and keeping him at that right tackle. It it all signs just really seem like Trey Pipkins is filling his body out right. He's doing the right things. And to be honest, like, there's a point of like he's I think it is last year of his contract too, that, you know what, this is do or die time for him. Yeah. Make a stance, make a point. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. NFL stands for not for long. That's right. And a lot of these guys don't have a long careers. And so if this is his chance, this is his one chance to take over that position and stabilize, stabilize that right side. This is the time now. And he put on, I think he's putting all the chips on the table and I think he's just going out there and doing the extra work. And yeah. I, and that goes I a long way guys. Right. If, if we think about it, um, in this, in this job, you need to show that you're showing up, make, make you know, uh, one of the guys we were going to talk about on the offense, uh, he's on our list is, is, is Guyton, Justin Guyton, right? He came back with a bigger body. Yeah. So did Pipkins. Pipkins came back. He put on some mass, you know, you know, he's, he's going to be effective. And I remember, I remember guys remember last year when again, Rashawn Slater went down and obviously uh, storm Norton went down. He played on the left side and the right side last yep. year and he did well yep. right so 
I think it's his here to take that spot. Now, I will say this one last caveat on this, and we may have a little short or reel on this next week, right? On some other right tackle people we may target yeah. in a free agency moving <sighs> down. It will boil down to how he does in training camp, right? Yep. Can he prove that he can stop Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack? Uh, I promise you they're going to move them around. All right. And, and Kyle Van Noy, can you stop him? If you yep. cannot, and the and the coaching staff look at him and says, "All right, he doesn't do a good enough job, or he's not a bigger step up from Storm Norton," yep. then they probably will go after another right tackle. They may go after Darrell Williams or some of the other folks that are out there in free agency. But yeah, you know, it's but it's look. I I think it's his everything I've read and everything I've seen, everything people have talked about. I think it's his position to lose at this point, right? Yep. Um, having said that. He can lose it if he steps up or he doesn't step up properly and doesn't step up the right way, right? So that's my that's my thoughts on it. Kyle, you got any thoughts on that as well? Camp. It's all yeah. about the camp, dude. <clears throat> exactly. Um, yep. So I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I absolutely love Trey Pipkins for this year. Uh, the only thing is though, too, yeah, like we only saw one game for him at right tackle, and he did amazing. At it, you know, yep. um, and yep. it, was, it was against Denver. Uh, well, yep. Denver was go- hot garbage, though. So um, yeah. it was it was a very good opportunity for him to actually learn or, you know, do that side. Um, and but the best part about him is, of course, that he was, um, you know, he's been practicing with the was it the Merriweather uh, thing and with Rashawn Slater. Um and yeah, like, and he's in that same boat as Nasir Adderley. Like, they were drafted the same year, um, so you know, obviously, he's got to make something happen um, because if he wants to actually continue to play in in football, he needs to actually show up and turn up, you know, and light the freaking doors up. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> this guy, this guy. Yeah. I'm on yeah, one today, yeah. boys. Well, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yes, you are. I'm in yes, rare are. form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and, and, and I agree, you know, one last thought and then we'll move on yeah. to our, our final choice and then we'll wrap up guys. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I think you're right. Trey Pipkins really is the guy, right? Until he proves that he's not, if he proves that he's not, then they will go after a person. I promise you. And they will pay the big bucks. I think right now they're trying not to pay the big bucks because they want to lock up DJ they want to eventually lock up Herbert. They want to yeah. keep that salary cap open because why? Why go? Why go get Daryl Williams, who's going to cost a bunch of money, if yeah. you think you could get enough out of Trey Pipkins, right? So, and even Storm Norton for that matter, right? Or or Sawyer, right? Sawyer could yeah. step up as well. I mean, that guy's a big body man. That guy could yeah. do it. So, you know, I think we got enough players that we can move around. Um, but yeah, we'll go from there. Yep. Uh, all right, so I'm going to give the last one, and then we'll wrap up. And guys, any in, 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 and this is our last one. So after we do this, again, if you've got some other folks you want us to talk about on offense and defense, go put it in the chat thread. So our last one is Joshua Palmer. I think he's going to have a fantastic year. He's our wide receiver three. I also think there's going to be a lot of games we're blowing out teams that, you know what, we're going to get junk yardage, right? And I think that junk yardage will probably go to Palmer and Guyton. That's why I think both of those guys will have great years. But I think Palmer is going to have a better year. I just everything I've seen about him, he just is ready to go. He understands the offense. And it's weird. I remember when Telesco uh, and Staley drafted him. He was, was it third round? Is that where he was picked up at? I can't remember exactly, just off the top of my head. 
third or fourth. I think it was, yeah, it was third or fourth. And I, I remember think it was fourth because it was yeah, Trey McKitty sure. in the same oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I'm just going off the top of my head, guys. So I apologize if I'm wrong. But the thing about it is, is again, he was underrated. He did a great job. Obviously, we're trying to throw to Allen and Williams. But at the end of the day, I will say this. Palmer has all the talent. And when he was at Tennessee, he did not have a quarterback to throw at him. Right. Yeah. So he could not perform well there. So yep. anyways, very interesting. Um, yeah. You know, so, and it, it, it was Josh Palmer, man. Like I just felt like he did a great job late in the season and he seems to do a really good job with contested catches too. Yes, he did. Um, yep. I, I think he did a fantastic job with that. So I think it's interesting because some people are talking a little bit about like even kind of taking the slot position with uh, Josh Palmer and having him a lot more in the slot than anything. I think he's kind of more, and I want to say it might have been Chargers Weekly who were talking about that he might be a more of a downfield kind of guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, well, that that would be awesome to be able to have another guy out there too. But you know, my hopes, I, I think Josh Palmer is really getting more familiar with this offense. And going back to, you know, Justin Herbert, this is the sec first time in like I don't even know how many years that he's actually had the same offense and continuity with the players around yeah. him too. Right. In college, yeah. it was always adjusting for him. Head coaches, offensive coordinators. It was shifting all the time. Now this is his first year in the NFL that actually has a consistent offensive coordinator, consistent players around him. Right. That's why Justin Herbert will elevate. That's why I think Josh Palmer is now really locked in because he's understanding the system now. You know, I think uh, Lombardi is kind of getting everybody a little bit more smoothed over and what he's asking for through the offense. And I think everybody's just exactly. going to elevate their game all around. So, and on top of that, I'm hoping Josh Palmer does well. Cause I have a couple signed uh, rookie cards from him. So, you know, <laughs> Let's, go. let's keep it going. Let's keep, let's keep that going. going. Hey, you know, you, you're not shilling a little, you know, just a, just a little bit there, you know, it's like, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, the only uh, problem that I, I can see from this whole thing is that, yeah, we just picked, uh, signed Mike Williams and we still yep. obviously have Keenan Allen and Keenan Allen is, 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 uh, approaching his rookie contract deal, you know, so, uh, or not rookie contract. What am I even saying? Like the end of his contract. Uh, deal. Yes, so, correct. Yep. Um, so he obviously still wants to show up. And, you know, receivers can actually play in the league for a very long time. So, um, but yeah, like, and so I'm like, okay, so you got, you got Keenan Allen out there in the slot probably. Then you got Mike Williams on the edge. And then you're, it's going to really be a toss up between Guyton and Palmer. I mean, yep. the biggest thing is, though, too, everyone, like, there's Palmer is getting a ton of praise out there. Um, yep. from like from other players, from the coaches. And so he could actually absolutely step up and actually take over that, you know, wide receiver, uh, WR three, uh, position. But I mean, that's going to be, uh, the, the whole thing. It's, it depends on like what sets are going to, we're going to see. I mean, obviously if we see that four wide receiver, uh, uh, packages out there, then yeah, he's going to be one of the guys, but Remember, guys, we also have really good tight ends out there, so we might yeah, not. I was, I was actually just going to bring yeah. that up too. So, because yep. uh, uh. you know, because there's uh, my bonus person is like, I feel like Trey McKitty could even have a big, uh, you know, year as far as like um, offensive, like you know, passing situations. Because hey, yep. you know, he's he's out there. Shoot, I mean, it, it's on the offense. It's kind of hard to really say who and who will not be um, out there. Uh, and have a breakout year because right. Justin Herbert's going to throw the dang ball all day long. And we're yep. going to see a lot of different people getting a lot of different touches. So we're exactly correct. Yep. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you go, but you go to a cornerback one, right? Yeah. You know, you know, they're probably going to try and shut down Williams, right? They're gonna, right. They're gonna, Mike Williams are going to try and shut down Keenan Allen. Yeah. But look, my 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 sleeper pick on the offense would would, would be Gerald Everett, right? I think yeah. Everett's going to have a great season, right? Yeah. Um, I think he's a freak of nature. He's a he's an athlete. He'll do very well, um, and I think he does well. And and you know, Parham Parham's another great person, right? Parham will have a yeah. great season. I, this is one thing that I, again, so let's just wrap up here guys. And yes. um, I know when we, when we talk about the offense and deep, we can talk about this all day, all day, all day. We, yep. we literally deep. talk about this all day. Yeah. You guys, I, I, you have no idea how often we are just texting all day. We're, we're showing each other, you know, articles we're seeing videos we see, and, and we talk about this stuff all the time. And so, you know, again, Deandre Carter is another person that I yep. think yep. could have a great season, right? So, the, the cool thing about the Chargers, and this is my last thought about this season, depth. We've talked about it all the time. We have so much depth. I really feel like our coaching staff thinks we have enough depth to make a Super Bowl run this year. Yep. And I don't disagree with them, right? We've never yeah. had anything like this. You know, I mean, I just bought a, you know, look, I, I love Phil Rivers, but we never put a team around him to really give him what he needed. And that's the sad part about it. We had one or two good years, but I will say this. We have depth finally, and we are moving the right direction. So yeah, right. maybe James, Kyle, and the chat, give us your last thoughts uh, before we end the video. Yeah, you know, and, and I always go back to this, and, and the depth is the key element and and kind of the the theme of the offseason for us. And uh, we've done a fantastic job. I mean, I, I remember some fans of other teams talking to me about it, and they're like, yeah, the salary cap doesn't seem to be able to be a factor for the Chargers because they just keep signing people. Yep, and for sure. Keep just adding layers and layers and layers to this team. And so I, I go back to when Brandon Staley, and I, I said it a lot too, that we have a championship caliber quarterback. Just the defense needs to find a way to be able to catch up to that. Yeah. And the offense really didn't change too much. No, nope. but we basically have a defense that I think could catch up to that championship level. Exactly correct. Yep. And so going back earlier when we were talking about the defense, there was a lot of guys that have won Super Bowls at a lot, every single one of these levels in the defense. Yep. So exactly right. there's guys that are leaders out there that have been there and done that and, and succeeded. So I, I think that just going into talking about these breakout players, I mean, I'm not saying they're all going to the Pro Bowl, but I'm just saying, hey, they're <laughs> going to do better this year because I yeah. think we're going to all around as a team be more championship level. Again, it's a team sport too. It's a team yep. sport. Everyone around you, if you're if you're doing your job, it makes things easier, and everyone will look better. That's exactly our point, right? So, yeah, yep. yeah. Kyle, so last thoughts? Well, uh, I also do, do want to address uh, what Herb is just saying here too. We still have to uh, make our total projection, uh, present or predictions on what our sacks and interceptions are um, for this year. That's a tough one, boys. <laughs> I mean, I could easily see ten, ten for Bosa, ten for Khalil. Uh, and maybe five for uh, Kyle Van Noy, uh, and maybe two to three for the offensive line. So I'm I'm gonna say about 28 sacks on the year, and or and then um, wait, no, that's that's probably that, that's, that's that's pretty low in my that's pretty opinion. low. Yeah, I was gonna hey, say you know what? That's hey, really I'm, I'm I'm trying to be <laughs> hey, this is the yeah. price is right, baby. You, you can't overbid. You got to underbid it. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, one dollar, one dollar, <laughs> one sec. <laughs> um, and then as far as interceptions, um, 
tough one too. I feel like we'll probably get like five out of JC Jackson and maybe like four out of Duran James and maybe like two out of Nas. Uh, yeah. and maybe and probably two out of Bryce Callahan or something like that. So yeah. uh, I don't even, shoot, I I can't even Yeah, do we it. didn't even talk about Bryce Callahan. Yeah, you know, yeah. See, that's another like, breakout real. player right there, dude. Oh my <laughs> yep. gosh. Dude, if yeah. he can stay healthy, who yeah. knows, man? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I'll I'll say this. Yeah. Sacks, I say we're gonna be about forty five. That's a lot of sacks, so guys. That's a lot of sacks. That's sacks on but, stacks, baby. But here's the thing, though. I, I think there's going to be a lot of strip sacks. I think there's going to be a lot of fumbles, forced fumbles, yeah. things like that. So I'm kind of adding that together. Um, and then I would say we got about 25 picks, which is crazy, guys. And if that happened, I mean, that's that's that is extremely that's, high projections. But yeah. but here's my point. We do that, there is no chance that any team's going to beat us. Like we're going to smoke foes, yeah. you know. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, like I was looking at it like three sacks a game, which that breaks down to 51 sacks a game. And I was like, does yep. three sound like too high? But like, yeah. no, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it's that like high in my opinion. I think he's like, maybe I'm high. I don't know, but you know, <laughs> Hey, well, you know, that's actually, that's actually the funny. They, uh, a that's lot right. of people are petitioning to call our defensive package, the high five. You know, because if yep, you're going to go, five, if, uh, you know, like that, you know, it's like, Hey, there you go. High five, baby. High five. High five. High five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as for picks, I mean, I'd say probably 20 as a team. I'd probably say 20. That seems about yeah. right, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's Like, right. I mean, obviously, we got Mr. INT with JC Jackson, but I don't think he's going to have as nearly as many no. picks because I don't yeah. think they're going to pick on him at well, all. Like, so actually, you know, I think there might be more picks than than I what I would kind of like go over on, though, because, I mean— yeah. Yes, the quality of quarterbacks that we have in the AFC West is greater than the quality quarterbacks in the AFC East and who they played For against sure. um, this yeah. past couple of years. Um, but the problem is, is that there's going to be so much pressure on the quarterback um, at that front line that they're going to be making mistakes. They're going to they throw little like ducks in the air and stuff, you know, like and things are just going to be like, you know, just like little uh, uh, high fly things. So, yeah. It passes yeah. to, you know, from the defensive line, all these different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. there's going to be a ton of opportunities. Hey, what about fumbles too? Like, I mean, I think we'll, we'll be able to have like in the, the, I think in the teens, as far as forced fumbles going, um, yep. sure. because of all that, uh, just all yeah. that pressure and different things going on like that. So yep. yeah, it's going to be amazing, man. Like overall, I, I think, you know, people are saying there's going to be a ton of interceptions. I mean, but turnovers are the big things that I, I want to see, yep. like the, not just interceptions. Um, yeah, sure. For, forced fumbles matter too, right? Yes. You know, they, they always talk about slapping the ball, yeah. getting Punch, it out of the people's punching hands. Punching it, you know, getting in there, you know, yeah. So. I think Aether right, was guys, asking well, about uh, an answer about top three offense or top three defense. I, mm. I think I think we can make both of that happen. I think we'll be I top five totally with both. Possible. Yeah, uh, that will top be top five, five for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, top three. I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, this is this is going to be interesting. But I, I, man, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, 2007, yeah. we had top defense, top offense in the league, and we right. still lost. So yeah, you know. But hey, that's the past. Those are the same. That's Diego exactly charges. right. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, guys, Chargers. One thing I'll say is, you know what? We we got nothing but excitement yep. for the Chargers, and I think. Um, I'm so excited to see what uh, what we do this next year, right? Training camp is going to really formulate our team. We'll get a better idea. And again, we're going to give you as much information as we can. Off season, thank you for listening in. You know, and again, you know, rate, review, subscribe. 
put your comments in the in the chat. You know, we'd love to see what you guys say. Other thoughts we need to correct. If there's things that we said incorrectly, correct us, guys, because, again, we're here to engage with you. Uh, look, at the end of the day, comments are excellent. We read them all. We love engaging with you folks, right? So, and we're just excited. Again, as you guys know, I'm Andrew, again, with my co-hosts, James and Kyle. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Like I say, thanks for listening. Bolt bros, bolt up. We out of here. Woo woo. Let's roll. We out. Let's go. Let's go.